following podcast is intended for mature audiences. It may contain swearing, offensive jokes, and occasional violence. Please listen at your own risk. So several years ago, um, our redfoot tortoises had started laying eggs. I don't know if you guys have seen our redfoot tortoises. We've got a display. Uh, back then it was Bill and Beth. Now we have Bill, Beth, and Wheel. Um, wheel because she's the third wheel <laughs> in the relationship. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know how that named. Uh, Sean named her, yeah. I think. And um, anyway, years and years ago, and I'm talking, this is like circa 2008, maybe, yeah. 2009. Yeah. yeah. We had them in a tortoise table up at the front of the store. They were on top of a big steel box um, that had a, had a Savannah monitor in it. Until um, our son went through the glass. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember One of that. the few uh, cages that a child blasted through the glass on, and it was my kid. Um, anyway... Uh, Bill and Beth were up top, and I remember they laid one egg once, and uh, it was really exciting. I think the egg ended up being bad. I don't think it was any good. Yeah, never We've hatched. got very few successful clutches. We've hatched, like, maybe three times yeah. eggs from them that were actually fertile. Yeah, and that was it. But they lay eggs all the or they used to lay eggs yeah. all the time. So, um, you know, after we got that one egg, then, like, a week later, there was another egg. I guess I should back up and describe what this one egg looked like. So it wasn't really what you would think. It wasn't like a chicken egg. It was almost like perfectly spherical. Well, the tortoise eggs are kind of more round. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was like round. A, it was, it like was a ball. Yeah. It was yeah. just like this round mm-hmm. ball. And yeah. uh, you know, at first it was confusing what it was before we realized what it was. So then like a week later, we find another egg. And I'm all excited. <laughs> and I go running up there to pick it up. And it's like really light. And I'm like, what's going like on? There's nothing in there. Yeah, it was an MF and ping pong ball. That actually Sean put in there, if I remember right. That very first one, it wasn't Sean? I thought it was Elders. Elder Jordan. So we had, we had a couple Mormon missionaries that would hang around the shop back then, and they liked to play pranks on me. And so maybe it was one of them. Because you stuffed their door with ping pong balls. Oh, And so then they brought yeah. it up and put it in the tank. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about doing the prank on those guys. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> times. That was like the thing that went back and forth. That's great. That's uh, great. Oh, we shouldn't put this online for people to hear. <laughs> so we will end that story fun. right there. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, like middle of the night. This seems like a good place to stop talking about that. I don't want to admit guilt to something that I have never been uh, convicted of. Right? Accused of. So, I want to welcome you all to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And this is episode 59 of TDI Live. So what is new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, it's freaking October, you know? Today's October 7th. Yeah, right? So, um, I don't know where September went. Did I talk about on the podcast about that little calendar moment we had at the house? Does that ring a bell to you yes, guys? Yes, you did. I, did, I talked well, about it on the podcast. Uh, maybe, maybe it was just you maybe and I talking else. about so, it. I don't know. I don't um, remember. We have a calendar hanging like in our entryway, and <laughs> I walked by it like a week ago, and it was on like... June. It was on June. 
And I was like, oh, that's kind of like how the summer's been. And it's like flip, 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 flip <laughs> to October. And I was like, all right, where'd that go, you know? Because uh, summer's been really busy. <clears throat> A lot going on. Um, we vended at the um, Show Me Snakes show in Lebanon, Tennessee this last weekend. Um, it was an awesome venue. It was a big show, so it was a good time. We're looking forward to going back. Um, plus, the area is nice. Um, we ate at a Mexican restaurant one night, which was pretty crappy. The guy was like, our server was like running. Like, you know what he reminded us. me of? He reminded me of you, Heather, early in the day when you <laughs> when you were trying <laughs> to move quicker. And you were like all like, like running through the store, all reared back. Yeah, this you guy was like that? stressed. Yeah, he was super stressed out. And we didn't even have... We had, like, eight of us at the table. That was it. Yeah. And then the next night, we ate at... <laughs> I don't really know. It was the it was a weird experience. It, it was felt very like... Weird. You don't know where you ate. I don't well, really it know was how called to describe. Sunset Diner, is what it was called. Okay. They said, all-American food. I was like, well, let's go. They must have mashed potatoes. They had mashed potatoes. Yeah. But it was weird. It was, like, soul food. <laughs> It was very weird. Comfort it was very food. like a hometown. I had two whole catfish, like the whole body, like just a. They took the catfish, gutted it, fried it, left the head on, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was just two whole catfish. Yeah. Wow. Oh, the head was on it. Was the eyeball still there? I don't remember. I don't either. Probably was. They crispy. They, I was really they hungry. Crisp up inside the it sockets was and stuff. It, it was Looking. good, but it was that with like a side of. Uh, Roll. <laughs> you had two sides. I don't remember. But anyway, it, it was weird. This place was really Coastal. hard to describe. It was like the ceilings were really low, for one. For the a walls were paneling. Yeah, it was all wood, like paneling wood paneling on the walls. Everybody in there was a senior Older. citizen. <laughs> or just, you know, like, what was it? The, if the hills had eyes or something, you know, where they're like... The hills have eyes? Dude, I, I'll just come yeah, out and say like it. But it was like dead quiet. Dude, they were inbred as shit. I don't know what was going on here. This was like... It was like a half a mile from our hotel, so we walked yeah. there. Yeah, so everybody, was like, everybody was related. Just, just watch what <laughs> yeah. you say, okay? okay. <laughs> so, but everybody like was it, so quiet. There was no music or yeah. nothing. So everybody was staring at us. Yeah, they're like, "Who are these people? Like, they're not related." There was only five of us, and they were all just staring at us the whole yeah, time. Yeah, they're not related. And they're so, not from down in these parts, no, definitely no. not. It was it was the most bizarre feeling in the world. And so then, should I keep telling the story? Yes, you should. <laughs> this is a good story. It's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna yeah. make sure we don't say any names. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. So then, when um, we're done, we you have to pay. You have to like take your ticket and go stand in line to pay. And so one of the other people with us was picking up the tab. Um, and so we went over and we sat down and they had a big long. <laughs> this is God. This is gonna be hard for me. They had a big long wooden church pew. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, but you know, you but we all went to church. You know yeah. what a wooden pew yeah. is like. You know, I grew up Roman Catholic, so I the wooden pew and my ass are like. <laughs> They know each other well, and my knees know the ground. Yeah, they do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, we had slick. That's how I spent a lot of time on my knees. Busting my a nose kid. on one of those. in the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church. All right. So anyway, so I'm sitting on this wooden pew. Um, Stephanie's next to me, and there's a couple other people there, and uh, you know we're waiting to pay. And I mean, again, this place is dead quiet. All you can hear is like the clanking of dishes uh-huh. and forks, and. Uh, I feel a little rumble in my belly. I'm a very gassy person. And there's one thing oh I remember. Oh, oh, here we go. There's one thing I remember from being at church as a kid, and it's you don't ever fart oh, no. on the pew. There's no one cheap sneak <laughs> doing on a wooden pew. No, because you do anything on a wooden pew, and it's amplified about 100 times. So yeah. I feel a little grumble. You I look to the, at me. <laughs> I look at Stephanie, and I go, 
I go, do you know what's so cool about wooden church pews? <laughs> oh, and she's like, what? And I don't even lean over. I put the, this is like full fledged. Like I'm going for decibels. <laughs> I just make eye contact with her and. <laughs> 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 Dude, the restaurant is. Pa- I'm crying right now. <laughs> I, think, I think like all silverware silverware noise stopped. Like there was the no more. The clanking just stops. The uh, the hostess that's seating people starts crying and sits down and takes off her mask, and uh, everybody's She's cracking up. So and I'm hard. trying to like look like it's not me. The hostess then goes outside. She has to leave the building. Some guy pokes his head up behind me and looks over. He was sitting at the booth right over on the other side of the little wall, and yeah. he like stands up and just look looks, and looks over. over. The wall. And everybody's staring at me. Everybody this, this line is looking at me. Like just, that did not come out of no I'm woman. Staring at the ground, like oh my god. Yeah, dude, that did not come out of no woman. Not, I mean, dude, it was basically like setting off an M80 inside yeah. that restaurant, and nobody noticing. Oh you know? my god. Everybody noticed. And oh, so funny. The uh, the hostess, the, that gal, she then comes back in and she says to her our group and she said which one of you all farted because whoever did it i want to say thank you because you made my night i needed that like, we all needed that <laughs> yeah she goes we all needed that and i was like i'm a fucking hero i am a hero she was so laughing my name is so captain hard. ass <laughs> so what was uh, a wildly embarrassing experience ended up being very rewarding because i served humanity she her night was made. My night was made. <laughs> I know. We talked about it the oh whole walk God. back. Funniest thing. I, I've never been thanked. Never for farting. Who's been thanked for farting in public? Oh, that's great. Yeah. You've been threatened to be shot for burping. I, I remember oh, that. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shot in the face. All right. So that's what's new in the world of Tide Out Iguana. I think I took enough time with that, don't you? With my story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else is new in the world of TDI. We, we, got, got. we got three new store pets. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So we picked up some Malaysian river toads while we were down there. They're really neat. We moved Red up into Aphrodite's old cage since our replacement berm is not growing as quickly as anticipated. Um, He's got another one to two years before he'll be out on display in the store. Um, We do have him on display in our party area, though. Um, We've got three Malaysian river toads. Uh, What was the name? Uh, They changed the name. I don't remember the the first, but the last part is from. All right. You guys ready for this? I didn't realize the name of their company. It's a good name, though. Reptiles and Exotics. That's not what their sign said. That's what the business card says. Hmm. But he had some the coolest shit in the show. Um, His name was Josh. and uh, His partner was Danielle. Danielle. But yeah, three Malaysian river toads. They're big, big toads. So you'll see them next to our leopard tortoise. Um, but yeah, I think that's about all that's going on in the world of TDI. Our next show will be the Moscow Mills two-day show. We have another uh, new full-time employee. Oh yeah, Austin Smith is on with us. He's been working reptile shows with us. So if you've seen him out there, you probably met him. Um, he's now full-time in here. Yesterday was his first day. Monday. Monday. What is today? Oh, today Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Monday was his first we're doing day. Yesterday podcast. was the second day. So if you see him, say hi. He can be a little awkwardly quiet, quiet sometimes, but he'll be all right. He does really good at the reptile shows. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to Heather's favorite segment of the show. Reptile and amphibian news. What kind of voice was that? That was my reptile and amphibian news voice, Heather. Man, look at that face you got from her. God. Okay. Give me that look. Okay. So the headline this week is GPS-implanted fake eggs might save sea turtles from illegal poaching. So apparently in Costa Rica, they decide to create fake sea turtle eggs that look exactly like them and i do have a picture for 
Matt and Stephanie and Bill to look at. That's the inside of the egg. Yep. Ah, I see. So it's a, uh, on the outside, it looks like a normal egg, like a ping pong ball with a dent in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the inside, it's got like a honeycomb, like wafer structure to, um, you know, give the egg stability, I guess, so it doesn't get crushed. Yeah. And then there is, what is that, like a radio it transmitter is inside it? Yeah, it's a GPS. <laughs> GPS. It's a miniature signal. GPS. It's got a GPS inside, inside it. of it. This would also be known as a what, Heather? Anyone? Oh, Anyone? God. Is this a joke? Anyone? No. Well, it is. See, that was actually a real question coupled with a joke. So the question was, this would also be known as a Trojan horse. The joke was, anyone? Oh. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Which would be a movie from what time period? Anyone? Anyone? 60s. Anyone? <laughs> 1980s. Yes, correct. The 60s. So that was, that was also I, I a joke that. lumped up in there. So you guys clearly suck. Yeah. Have to continue. Okay. <laughs> So they they call this a creation the invest. This is why I have no friends. They, they call this invention the investa egg eater, investigator. Get it? Well, I thought you said investa egg eater. I, I was trying to emphasize okay. the egg. Investa dash egg dash eater. Investigator. Not tater. Not gator. Not bater. Eater. You're an investa egg eater. So what what happens is is that they put these eggs among real eggs. And the people, the the like, the they're trying to are catch. Highly poached. Yeah, they're using. What do these, they do with the eggs? They using... they eat them. They make like these like drinks where they put them in a glass of like li- liquor, some type, and then you huh. drink them. Is that any good? I don't know. I've never. But I mean, it's like a two or three hundred dollars for. Yeah, for Baby well, the egg, turtle. the yolk, yeah. the yolk, and it was just like taking a chicken egg, like some and drinking a chicken egg. egg. I guess, but huh. um, a sea turtle egg is just like you could. Why a sea turtle egg? Because. Why not a whale egg? I don't know. So, Whales. so they're a- able Those to have live birth. Yeah. yeah. So they're able to track these eggs, but they actually found that most of them ended up. But they like sit, sell them. They like go like house to house and sell them really ovaries. quickly to get right. rid of them. Yeah. So the people that are buying whale these eggs. eggs are like cutting into them Whalers. and being like, "Why are our eggs full of electronics?" Yeah. So are they putting this GPS in there too? Like so for like they're the trying, government can track trying to who, catch the poachers. They're yeah. trying to they're trying to see where they're go like where they're going, like making sure there's no like huge crime ring or something. They're just trying to make sure it's a small crime ring. Well, it could be international because a lot of them <laughs> I'm sure goes go overseas and stuff. Yeah, they Well there used they, to be they a can... guy that he protected these turtles and would go out on the, the beaches that on the nights that they would the females would lay. And he ended up getting killed. So they yeah. killed him because, you know, he was protecting the, tortoise, the turtles. He wouldn't have got killed if he would have brought a bow and arrow with him. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, bow and arrow. Bring a bow and arrow to a gunfight. That's a good one. We talked about, like, bow and arrow, like, We're, fishing. We saw a guy on the interstate that had a uh, decal on his car, and he was a bow fisherman. And I'm like, dude, that's hardcore. Like, when you really think about it, fishing is a lot like, I'm going to piss some people off. You ready for this? Uh-huh. You ready for this oh, Facebook? I'm ready. Be some it's going to happen. Fishing is a lot like breeding ball pythons. <laughs> You don't actually fucking do shit <laughs> to all the ball python breeders out there. You don't actually do anything. So when you go fishing, you put bait on a hook and you throw it out there and you just hope that the fish is dumb no. enough to swim up and try no, to you eat. you hope that the fish is you know? hungry. Yeah. It's like, well, if I'm lucky and I cast this near a hungry fish, it's going to bite it and I'm going to reel it in and I'm going to pretend like I did something. You have when, to You have to actively hook it, though. You can't just you let actually, them bite it. And they'll sure, you can. If they bite it and run off, they're going to hook themselves. Girl. Yeah, sometimes, but, sometimes but, to really get, in my time. but to really get them, you have to But what did you actually upward. do? It was a game of chance. You threw a worm or a piece of bait 
into the water and it happened to land near a hungry fish who went over and ate it because it's a goddamn fish and it doesn't know any better that there's a hook in it. So it eats it out of ignorance. And then so you do this, so you jerk your hand. Okay, so you jerk your hand. I'll give it that. So fisherman jerk, all right? And you reel it and that's it. Kind of like a ball python breeder. They take two snakes and they put them together. Well, that's anything. And then the snakes have sex. I know, but I'm ripping off all python breeders because in our industry, it's like this this mecca. They think like they're amazing and do something And they produce some really cool shit. Now, I'm not going to argue the genetics part of it. That takes... The guys that are doing like the high-end genetics, obviously, that's a completely different story. Yeah. But anyway, enough of this. I'm going to piss some people off. Um, but thank you, ball python breeders, because without you, we wouldn't have ball pythons. We were talking about or the bow, bow breeders. Fishing. But bow fishing, yes. yes. So bow fishing would be a lot like breeding a motherfucking tuatara or a hellbender. You got to, like, find the or fish. And, yeah, or yeah. You have to pull that <laughs> bow back, and you have to shoot the fish. Yeah. Shoot and it, the fish. It's, and then when that arrow hits the water, or that it, it, it kind of deflects. The yeah, yeah, exactly. It moves. And because they have, I've it seen, like, the straight. bow fishing set up where they have, a like, a reel. Yeah. And once, the you know, the line is attached to the arrow, and once you hit a fish, then you got to reel it in. Yeah. Dude, it's like, and, it's skill. Oh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's straight pretty up cool skill, and it's straight up work. To yeah. go out there and find a fish and shoot it with a freaking bow and arrow, and then pull yeah. it in is skill. Because looking at a fish in the water, and then you're, like, it's, it's different. You, your perception of the fish, you know, in the water is a little bit different. So, you know, you might shoot here, and the fish is always over here. But did the, I piss someone off? Here it comes. The fisher. Uh, to all my bow uh, fishermen. Who did uh, I piss off? No. no. Shane Wolf says, hey, now, presentation, dot, 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 lure, choice, lure choice, color, method yeah. of retrieve. Bass, there is a talent. I know. Fishing. <laughs> there's I'm a, just talking there's shit, There's one Shane, method of that. fishing that's hard, and I, I, I like would never be able shit. to do is fly fishing. Where no, you I've, like, I've never okay. been able to master yeah. that. That is... So that. to all of our bow fishermen and to all of our people breeding ring pythons and hellbenders, hats off to you. What was that uh, What was that beer commercial that always do that? This bud's for you. Yeah. yeah. To the truckers on the road. Yeah, I think that's bud. This bud's yeah. for you. That yeah, was an Anheuser-Busch good on them. I think so. <laughs> yeah. They usually have the best commercials. They do. So, anything else about sea turtle eggs? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, they can use it to eventually catch people and stop, you know, this yeah. from happening. Catch poachers. This is, and... is kind of like a test run. So. Well, the whole thing is, like, these countries, they don't really have the resources to monitor. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really big... Costa Rica is real big into ecotourism, so it's beneficial for the government to protect these animals that are pe- people are paying thousands of dollars come, to come and see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's, it's you know, and then these people come in, and, and I think they're allowed to harvest a certain percentage of eggs. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, there's there's control. There's yeah. a controlled harvest. Oh, so you are allowed to harvest sea turtle eggs to a degree. To a, a certain With proper point. permits and oversight. And, but you should see, right. like, if you watch somebody's, like, videos of them harvesting, I mean, they got these big, you know, burlap bags Full of sea turtle eggs. The eggs don't break from pressure. No, they're they're, they're, they're pretty. So they're pretty leather. They're pretty, yeah, yeah, they're like dirt. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean they're yeah they're they're not size. they're, they're, they're egg, about their the shells size aren't of a, like really fragile. Yeah, One of the uh, state parks that we frequent in uh, the Tampa Bay area, they uh, they get sea turtle nests out there, and they yeah. go out there and they like box them off with like fencing and stuff, and basically put yep. a sign up that says, "If you come near this, we're oh, gonna yeah. arrest you. We're gonna put you yeah. in jail yeah. for the rest of your life, and we're gonna arrest your family, and we're gonna deport your children right. to <laughs> Greenland, yeah. where like, what? they will the, clean up, to up the fifth generation hot lava for yeah. the rest of their life." That's because like maybe one baby <laughs> out of a whole up. clutch of like a hundred eggs. I saw a sea only, turtle only... hatch when I was a kid yeah. in Florida, my seventh grade class. Oh, they yeah. set it up, and we went out for the hatching, and they helped them all to the water, and yeah. 
We got to That'd touch be them. amazing to do. Little baby sea turtles. Yeah, I was sometimes they'll take a percentage of them and they yeah. get them well started and they Little release them. Little kid with a baby sea turtle. They do the same thing shit. with seals in in uh, Hawaii. The monk seals, they're highly endangered. We need a pet seal. But you can't even get like within a hundred feet of one. There was a chick that had a African serval at the show. Oh, that's cool. Not for sale. She was carrying it around. Yeah, it was only like, a couple weeks old too. Was, oh, well, and then the guys see, that that a handful. The guys at Slither had their links with them, and this thing's getting big. It's yeah. only five months old, and it was huge. I have pictures. Oh, it's yeah. A, they, it's a beast they, of a cat. They get bigger than a bobcat. Yeah. And there's yeah. an albino raccoon there. I think huh. I need a... I when I quit traveling and quit moving, I'm getting me a fucking cat. I would get an ocelot. Like a real cat, an ocelot. <laughs> I'm not a cat person, but I would like oh, a, a lynx or a bobcat or an ocelot. I would love really to well, get an ocelot. I think it's... But in Illinois, they're native species, so... But servals will kill bobcats, which is exactly what I want in my house. And they typically only bond with one person. Now, that's the difference with the servals. Like, they say if you, like, keep them socialized at such a young age that they will bond with more, but typically... They bond with one. Yeah, it'd be it. hard. You'd have to like, remove it from the house every time you have company over. And... Oh, yeah. You'd have to go yeah. and it's like a cage or like a little yeah. like bed or something. Yeah. Well, I've seen people that make, you know, basically they get free roam of the house, but then they have like yeah. a thing where they let them outside where it's just like a big playpen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, it's got to be completely fully enclosed netted. and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's, you know, wire, steel. I wonder if you can keep stuff. cats like that in Florida. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on. Heather, you have a reptile myth or debate for us today? Yes, I do. All right. All right. So the myth is pet reptiles and amphibians don't need to go to the vet like pet dogs and cats do. Yep, that's a load of... <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, reptiles, you know, you don't got to take them for checkups. You don't have to spend a lot of money on their, like veterinary care but this is gonna piss them that's off not all vets are reptile vets that is very true right we, we won't name names but we have had a vet oh yeah in I've the had st experience. louis area that's caught they would call the store anytime they got an animal yeah like, i've had experience mean? with people that quote vets that knew what they were talking about with reptiles we have a few though there's nope. a really good one in st louis and there's a good one in swansea i'm not gonna I'm not going to start calling out vets on who I think is good because I don't want to yeah. miss anybody that is good. That's the yes, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know of two really good ones. And but... I think there might be some newer ones up and coming that are getting yeah. more into the exotics. Uh, but a lot of them are, you know, dog, cat, you know, livestock type of vets, birds. So. Guinea fowl. Yeah. I don't know. I guess let's talk about reptile and amphibian, reptile and amphibian vet care. The big thing. Um, especially with any new reptiles, to definitely check it for parasites. Captive-bred animals generally don't have parasites, but what a lot of po- uh, I think what a lot of people don't realize is how many animals in the trade are wild-caught. A lot of people that are, like, new to the trade, right. they don't realize that, um, you know, their anoles are wild-caught. I mean, I'm just going to think of, you know, some basic stuff. Anoles, House collared geckos, lizards. Yeah, a lot of various geckos, lizards. golden geckos, yeah. toke geckos, Honestly, skunk geckos. Honestly, a lot of the amphibians in general. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, Everything's wild. Not everything. A, a lot of stuff is wild. Yeah, maybe. most of the dart frogs are captive bred. Um, Typically, all your bright, colorful stuff. Yeah, like the white tree frogs. Be... Those are hit or miss. Some of those yeah. are yeah. like the uh, New Guinea ones are imported occasionally. The Australia ones are they're closed imports. But so at a at a minimum, at least getting like a fecal sample done and then you know going through a deworming regimen um, is not a bad idea. Um, now, even your captive bred stuff, depending what type of facility it comes from, um, can have parasites from cross contamination right. from like 
you know, contaminated feces from another animal or yeah, something or like that. Contaminated food. Like, yeah. Like sometimes you, you can get it from just the greens or the mm-hmm. vegetables that you give them. Um, you know, that's why you want to wash them pretty thoroughly and stuff like that. But we've definitely had animals with parasites, you know, of our own that shouldn't have parasites. And right. I know we've definitely had bearded dragons with them before. And, right. You know, it's just you get a bearded dragon in and the environment it came out of it ended up parasited. Yeah. But I remember bringing up a bearded dragon to our vet for some reason, and it was one we had gotten dropped off. And he said the parasite load on it was insane. Yeah. So, you know, it just it happens. So I would say that's your big thing. It's not like they've got to get shots or anything like that. Right. You know, there's no rabies shots or... Mice. Well, and some people Someone they might shots. feed them like crickets that they catch out of the yard or something. Yeah, like you don't want to yeah, feed them wild, yeah. caught food. <laughs> don't feed bearded dragons lightning bugs. Yeah, I talked to someone the other day on the oh, phone. Oh yeah, the that lightning fed, bugs. Oh yeah. god, uh, animal, a bearded. All right, they a fed lightning bearded bug. dragon. Here, eat this bearded <laughs> dragon. <laughs> they fed their bearded dragon a lightning bug the other day. Yeah. yeah. If you feed your animals lightning bugs, it tends to be a phosphorus overdose. Oh, and extremely. they'll yeah they'll poison them and die. They die. Poisons them. And it, it's like you hear it every I, year. Yeah, mm-hmm. every year when lightning bugs start coming out. It's, Someone's like, oh, let's feed one of the yeah, and it's like it's usually you know He's like, like man, the kids, that was good. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually the kids are the ones that go out and catch it, and their parents are either the don't know or they're not eats. monitoring what their kids are throwing in the tank. And it's like, oh, well, these are cool. You want to see them eat them? You know, they eat a few, and then next thing you know, it's like, oh my, our bearded dragon died. What happened? Well, you're you poisoned it. You poisoned yeah. it. And you gotta be you careful. Know, you don't really want to say that to a child, especially <laughs> oh, since you know. I, do. I mean, you could. <laughs> yeah. <Matt. I> mean, <laughs> if they don't know, then I don't know. Oh, I've got a story to tell. I think I remember this story. <laughs> no, this is actually this... a different story. We already told it, but I haven't told it to the podcast or the Facebook world. Is that the the snake in the box? <laughs> no, no. This is the lovebird and the fan. Oh, okay. oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so at our uh, at the show this last weekend, somebody there was some bird vendors there. Somebody bought. So it was a an all bird. exotic show. It, it, it was, was more of an all animal more show. Yeah. Okay. All exotic. Yeah. yeah, it was all. I mean, it was mostly like bird. There's birds and mammals, and then reptiles. Um, so anyway, um, somebody had bought a lovebird in a cage, and I guess the fool wanted to pet it, like, during the show. And so they, <laughs> they creak open the cage to go pet it, and that bird's just <laughs> gone. Yes. <laughs> Let's not laugh about this. This is It's sad. hilarious. And we're in a... So we um, watched it fly around for a little while, But we're though. in a big venue. This is as far as a, we know, uh, it's, it's still exists. This is a farm expo- exposition center. It's huge. It's a, yeah. they, mm-hmm. they pull like big farm implements in there. So it's like the three county, stories tall. Pretty much, inside. yeah. They hold like the county fair in there. Yeah. And so they have um the, the brand Big Ass Fans and they are just that. They are Big Ass yeah. Fans. That's the name of the company. And there's probably like eight of them. They you have can, other you ones. Can, you they can, can all see lights. where this is going. These things have a blade, you know, with, the, I mean, their, their diameter is probably 50 feet. I mean, they're yeah. huge. They're massive fans. Yeah. You know, if one of these things came down, it would not be good. Yeah. And the control for it is right next. It's in our booth, actually. And we had the guy turn it up to, uh, turn it up because it was hot. He had it on, like, 13%, so it brings him up to 50%. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're chopping along pretty good. And, you know, I don't know what these fans weigh, but they're just massive blades. And there's some there's some serious, like, inertia on these things. Oh, yeah. You can feel you know, the, momentum. Yeah, the breeze. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the bird's fluttering around. And for whatever reason, the bird flies right above one of these big-ass fans above us. We're watching and, it. And it does this little hover thing. And it's, like, sitting there fluttering above it, you know. And it's kind of like hovering down, like lowering itself down it towards the fan. The I want to land. I'm tired. And right. what it reminded me of is I saw it hovering down above the blade. It reminded me of um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they drank the fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> okay. And they're uh, slowly yeah. raising towards the blade. Right. They're like, Same oh, no, we're flip, going too high. Yeah, just flip it upside down. Oh, no, I'm going too low. I'm going yeah. too low. I can't stop. Somebody stop. And it's hovering so slow that once it crosses that line of the blade, well, that there's thing a comes certain where it around. sucks the air in. You just Dude, heard you know, this thud. All you heard was 
pink. <laughs> and the bird like came almost to the ground, but then it took up like off and shot back up almost towards the next fan. Well, it did. It shot up wait, to the wait, next fan. Wait, it survived. It did. Uh-huh. Yeah, it survived. It shot it across the room. It flew up above the next fan and did the same thing. <laughs> It starts oh, no. fluttering down, but before it hit the blade, it kind of like hobbled off and went over and landed on an air duct. And you know, well, you know, everybody. But the next morning, catch it? no. Oh. And the next morning, I'm sitting there, and it got hit by the fan again. Oh, so who gosh. knows what happened overnight? Well, all I know is the sadist in me would have been wildly entertained if it would have chopped that bird in half and slung guts all over. Well, and the best part the is the lady, crowd. the booth across from us, she has a horrible, like, but thank God that didn't fear happen. birds. So she's oh, like God. freaking out really? the whole time. It's like, it's like a freaking pinball machine. This bird's bouncing around. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Well, how do you, I don't know. That's a weird, that's a weird phobia. I'm afraid of birds. And I know. I have a few friends. You know what? No one's catching birds. that bird. No, there. I, I think somebody that we know is afraid of birds. It might be somebody that works here's spouse. I don't know. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Well, <laughs> all of that being said, we're running I a little think. behind, so let's move along. I don't know. I could be wrong. I do so, know. So, um, one more story. That is so sadistic. <laughs> when, we were, uh, when we were just at the hotel this last weekend, um, a guy was coming down the elevator, and right when the elevator doors open, this guy comes out, and I met him, like, right there, almost face to face, and you know what I did? Jill has silent but deadly. No. <laughs> oh. The guy goes... <laughs> he, like, looked at me. Oh, God. What a weirdo. <laughs> and then here, like, six of us climb into the elevator, and he's yeah. just like... It was pretty funny. What's going on with these so, people? that laugh. He's all plastered in the corner. Oh, no, let me... <laughs> yeah, who is this man? Oh, so, gosh. this brings us to my favorite segment of the show. Um, I don't know, just because it's fun, although the show's always fun. Um, I would like to welcome you to... What Heather has called conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. <laughs> Insert evil laugh here. <laughs> I can see the veins popping out on your forehead, dude. Not just my forehead. All right, Heather, or uh, Bill, Stephanie, whoever's got this. Just, What's our mystery man. of the week? Mary in black. Here come the men in black. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just. Say okay, cartoon. Talk to me about this. A cartoon? No. Well, there, there was a cartoon Men Why? in Black, weren't there? Yeah, but there was know. a movie oh. too with Will Smith. Yeah. Live action, yeah. He was the man in black. Him yeah. and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I've only seen two of them. Ain't there like four of them? Yeah, I don't know. there is. Yeah, I've only seen this. I've seen two. three. So of the Men them. in Black, a real thing, supposedly. Supposedly, when. People report like seeing UFOs. Apparently, well, a lot a lot of them have encountered these people that they they said they're unusually tall. They're in these black suits, you know, the sunglasses, just like you know the movie. Who claim to be quasi government agents? Yes, and but a lot of people say they're human ish, but there is other ah, factors it's an about law enforcement, right? Interstellar, but, uh, yeah, but. Interstellar, intergalactical, not quite human, you know. Which I don't know. Galactical law enforcement. But they say that these like guys will, or these men in black will like show up and they harass the people. Yes. They threaten them. Sometimes well, they assassinate them. them. Are they yep. only men? Is this? I, don't I mean, know. is this particular? As far as I've heard, like it's all been service. men. It sounds sexist. To well, me. I mean, everything that's referred to is referred to as men. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
but I don't know all like the the few so documentaries like that I have seen. About these? It's all like, been oh males. Oh my god, the men in black. Yes. Yeah. And they harass you and threaten to kill you. Well, like, and they to keep you from reporting like assassinations due to them. Yeah, there's been people that just end up disappearing because you know they went forward with, hey, this I seen this, and you know here here might be some evidence of what I saw, and this and that, and the next you know they're gone. They're they're at some CIA black site in Romania. Um, that's just a that's <laughs> just a, a guess. I don't know anything so the term about black sites in Romania. Used frequently to describe mysterious men working for unknown organizations as well as various branches of government. Yeah, they said they have no they, their per, their voices are pretty much monotone and they're basically, you know, they tell you basically what to do or what not to do or something bad might happen, you know, to your family or to you or or whatever. Um, and then there has been reports where, you know, families have been co- that have seen, you know, questionable things. They come home and it's like, um, you know, they see one of these guys talking to their kid at, you know, outside of school, you know, like in the, in the playground or whatever, you know, during school. And it's just like fear, little fear factor, you know, fear intimidation things. That was that, a TV that they show. Do. Yeah, fear yes, factors. It was. Yeah. I do remember that. Huh. I so have never I don't, heard this before. Yeah. There's there's some documentaries on it and then, uh, have they ever interviewed? Pe- I guess they've interviewed people, right? That have interacted with these folks. Yes, yes. And they said they, mostly though it's been UFO researchers and enthusiasts. They have so people yeah. that are getting close. Well, so they've had oh. pictures of these these men in black, you know, on security Whoa. cameras, like them stool. coming into uh, a building or leaving so the a building. So the security cameras pick them up. It's not like frailty. Yes. No. Have you ever seen no. the movie Frailty? Yes. That's, no. I don't. I'm not sure. Oh. Ooh. Another one to add to my Ooh. ever-growing list. George. Dude, I totally just saw this Paxton. meme the other day that was like, so and so asked or me if George. I've seen this movie, and I'm like, name. no. They're like, oh, you should add it to your list. And you're like, Matthew all right, I'll add it to my list that doesn't really exist. Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. Bill That's Paxton. Heather. She has no list that really exists. So in Frailty, I'm going to talk about this. I won't spoil it for you. But the, it's a dad and his two boys, and the dad um, is visited by an angel one day at work, or in his, it was in his dream. And um, the angel said that he is um, he is now the hand of God, and he will be delivered a list of names of demons, and he must slay them with the weapons that God will give him. That sounds like uh, and so God gives him rider. gives him an axe. What was it? An axe, a pair of gloves, and rope. I think that's what it was. Yes. I vaguely And he gets this that. list of these people, and he'll go kidnap them and fucking murder them, and I think he drags I, his kids into it, I think and I, I, I won't tell the, you anymore. I think I can guess the big twist. What's the big well, twist? Well, I guess this movie came out like 30 years ago, so we can spoil know. it. What's the big twist? My guess is that the angel is not really angel, it was devil, and he gave him a list of good people to kill. That would be a great twist. But wrong. Oh, eh, insert failure no, sound be, effect yeah, here. I would agree. That's what, that so would be here's what happens. Be so he brings his kids into it. The one kid is totally against it. The other one's for it. Mm-hmm. The one that's against it, he like punishes him by having him like hand dig a basement to like kill these people in and mm-hmm. stuff. It's terrible. And I so remember. I never. Up, I don't never see this, but I remember. So the kid that they punish ends up killing it. the dad. And as he kills the dad, the dad whispers something to the kid that's, like, all for it. Yeah. Um, so as they grow up, and as it turns out later, um, the kid that was for it, that's played by Matthew McConaughey, um, he ends up going to the police to report the God's Hand killer as his brother. 
uh, because his brother did start killing people, but his brother was actually a demon is what it was. And the cop that Matthew McConaughey was reporting this to was also a demon because he had murdered his mom. And uh, the thing about it was since Matthew McConaughey was a God's hand killer, like no camera footage could pick him up. He had met people in the police station that came to talk to him the next day that like didn't even know him. It's really good. It's grim. Hmm. But a lot of twists. That sounds like a movie I would... Yeah, Frailty. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a dark one. Um, All right, so Men in Black, are they real? Are they not? Is there really a God's hand killer out there? And should you ever... Make your child hand dig a basement as punishment. These are all questions that we will answer next week on episode 60 of TDI Live. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? <laughs> so, Heather, <laughs> maybe. You've got a game. Yes. Stephanie won't, won't get upset by this game. It's the, it's what the what getting, game has she ever got upset about? Oh, the whenever spelling. I say, oh, if it's a spelling bee or a tongue twister, she's like, oh. That's not getting upset. That's saying, Heather, this game is trash. It's like, man, I'm no I gotta think and use my brain. It's the getting to know you game. All right. This could be interesting. Let's get to know each other, Heather. All right. Should we get a beer? First question. Yeah. I don't have any beer. Do you have any beer? Oh, wait. No. There's one in this bag. It's I don't like beer. Oh. I got beer in the fridge. I have wine at my house. Do you drink Ew. wine? I found a wine that I like. What is it? I want to hear all about this, Heather. Have you drank by yourself yet? Is it the Purple Toad Winery? No, it was. It was like it was some a store in Gatlinburg, and they had free wine tests, and so me free wine test taste tasting whatever free wine tasting anyway. Heather's still feeling so. It's actually called Cotton Candy Wine. Is that who makes it? That's the flavor. That's the flavor. How many bottles did you buy? One. Heather, you have failed me. I will buy you a case. I only one. I can buy them online. I can buy them online. She gave me... Have you drank it since you've been home? No, because I don't have a wine opener. (laughs) You don't have a bottle opener? I have to get a a bottle opener. So. All right. Heather needs a bottle opener, guys. Everyone send her one in the mail. Oh, God. Oh, God. She has one in her Amazon wish list on her OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get started. What kind of job would you be terrible at? Who are you asking? I'm asking All all of you. Um, brain surgery. Matt wouldn't be good with anything yeah. with blood. Yeah, brain yeah. surgery. Yeah, <laughs> I don't any think surgery. brains really bleed. You said knee surgery. No, I said any surgery. Oh, not for me. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I blood does not bother me. Um, yeah, blood. And I don't man, get I don't know. Um, let's see. Probably a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> You'd do great with that, Bill. It's right up your alley. No, no pun intended. I would be a bad veterinarian. I don't think I could do a veterinarian. I couldn't either. do it. I would just I'd be crying too much. I know. I, I can't I'd even be bad at anything that has to do with going in the ocean. <laughs> it freaks <laughs> me out. I'd be a bad dancer. You'd be a bad oh, scuba diver. I'd be a terrible yeah. stripper. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think you're a good stripper. <laughs> I've never oh. stripped before. <laughs> I when I worked at the when I used to work at the club, I used to get on the I used to do I used to get on the pole and stuff and swing around it and stuff and <laughs> I was like, man, this is they harder than pole what? dancing classes. Yeah, I'm just fun. Uh, I did it. That's after the uh, I heard they're a, quite the workout. Yeah, <laughs> they can be. Yeah, it's a pole and then they have you, know, you can support your body weight. On yeah, and then they pole. have the poles that they spin, you know, and then they have like a lock that you can lock them to where they don't spin. But yeah, like I remember the girls, me and this other guy that used to work there, security. They wanted us to. <laughs> get on stage and do that. We didn't take our clothes off or nothing. We just. <laughs> All right. Next question. What hobby would you get into if time and money weren't an issue? Day trading. Um, that's going down as soon as I stop. For working. me, it would be painting and drawing. 
I used to do that a lot. Paint is I fully intend to day trade in my retirement full time. Man, I don't know. I can't wait. Maybe I'll start next week. I'm retiring. I'm out of here, guys. Bye. I really Somebody else don't talking know. about doing day trading. No one's going to miss me. What hobby would you get into, Stephanie? I don't know. Um, the stool is rolling. Would you would you Mine's like to des- you like purses and stuff? Would you like to des- be a designer? I am not purses. good at artwork. I can like visualize what I want, but I can't draw it. So I could tell someone to draw to design me some shoes. Oh yeah, shoes I have some fun too. shoe designs in my head. Mm-hmm. So I just need a shoe designer now. Start a fashion line. <laughs> no, the painting would yeah. be kind of neat because I used to do oil painting when I was younger. I took classes and stuff. What would you do, Heather? You said painter. Oh, yeah, painting and drawing. Yeah. I got ribbons from the county fair for my paintings I did. <sighs> oh man, <laughs> Bill at the county fair. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right. <laughs> if you suddenly became a master at woodworking, what would you make? An mm. arc. You would make an arc. An arc. Put all the animals in it. A pachinko yep. machine out of wood. <laughs> that would be kind of neat. He was looking at five the other day. day. Weird. I like this. I we seen this one, one where a guy had made bow ties out of wood. Huh. I want a wooden tie. I want wooden shoes. Actually, I have a pair of wooden shoes, no, but I need more wooden shoes. Actually, I have three pair of wooden shoes. None fit me. I have an uncle who is a master woodworker. I have an uncle who has a wooden it's face. My dad, he, when he used to do woodworking, he built like desks and cabinets and stuff like that he yeah, had a huge he, oh yeah when we lived in uh, in east st louis he had a huge workshop in the basement i mean it was crazy i just like the smell of the woodwork when, mm. like, yeah. it depends it depends what kind of wood it is i remember when i was little in germany when we i lived yeah. there i remember like there was this woodworker every weekend i just like the smell yeah and like all the different types of wood that are out there like exotic woods it's i mean it's expensive Mm-hmm. Like just for like, like this guy that he makes his own knives and stuff, and he. That's like I need a head start. He uh, he makes his handles out of these exotic wood, and sometimes I mean, he pays like a couple it. hundred bucks what? for. Oh no, no. You no, know, I for didn't. pieces of wood that he makes his knife handles out of and stuff. It's like hmm. damn. I'd make wood. Oh if yeah. I was a woodworker. <laughs> All right, what's next? I'll Let's do, do one, more. one more. Okay. Let's see which one. Okay, what mystery do you wish you knew the answer to? Huh. Hmm. For me, it would be the afterlife, for sure. Yeah. Knowledge about that, for sure. That's the mystery I wish I knew. I would like to know no, what's eventually. in the bottom of the ocean. Because we know more, apparently we know more about space than we do the deep ocean. Oh, so yeah. I think the deep That's ocean crazy is crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would try. I would like to see the deep ocean. Though the mysteries of the deep ocean. Man, I don't know what kind of mystery I would want to solve or know the answer the to. The UFO I thing. I think I'd rather I know not you're know. Big into My that. anxiety would like not it creation not would be cool. Yeah. I'd yeah. be interested to, uh, to yeah know the exact the source of yeah. Cre- yeah, the exact source of creation. I think I think I'd have to go with that more so because the afterlife tempts me too. But yeah, at the end of the day, I don't really care. I'll be dead. Whatever. Maybe I won't. Um, there might be a whole yeah. nother. Shane's answering our answers with us. Yeah, yeah. there might be a whole nother uh, experience after that. So I, I, I believe in it. So I mean, I think I told you about a book. It was um, the Afterlife of Billy Fingers. Yeah, yeah. You told us about that's this. wild. You should read yeah. that. It's yeah, Chick's account. Apparently, her brother died, and she claimed that he was like speaking to her from the afterlife for like a year. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. Cell I've heard of people uh, having like if they have, you know, organ like, you know, they yeah. had a heart transplant or liver or whatever that they have, they get some of the feelings and of the person well, that the donator. This guy was like doing stuff to prove it was him. He would like tell her like something that was going to happen in her day and then it would happen. He did it like several times. Yeah. To, like he's like, I know this doesn't seem real, but you know, this is real. I'm talking to you. You know, I'm still here. Like, somehow they could communicate. Was that really based weird. on a true story? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Okay. It's supposedly, like, she wrote a foreword in there, and she's like, I know how this sounds. Yeah, she's I've like, heard. This is true. I've heard of that multiple times. Yeah, she's like, I have no like reason that. to lie about this. I don't know. It was good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap Maybe it up for the week. Your guardian angel trying to guide you in the right direction. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. It was bizarre. Yeah. He <laughs> described some really interesting things in that book, or she did. The Celestial Dance. You guys have anything else before we wrap this up? All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. So I don't see, I don't foresee any interruptions coming in the near future. We'll be back next week. We record every Wednesday. We release every Thursday. You can find us on Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. Just search for TDI Live, and then we go Facebook Live every Wednesday, usually at ten thirty. Um, we went a little early today. I've got a commitment in twenty minutes, so you gotta make it. Yeah, I'll make it. It's okay. right down the street. Mm-hmm. Congressman Bost is in town. Oh. So I got well, a text last night that said... Be there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Be there. Be there. So as inside. a county board member and as a supporter of Congressman Bost, I'm going to go yeah. see what's going on in Washington. I support him. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you all next week. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com.